Okay. So we are continuing Parak Dalit of Tanya. And we are looking at Torah descending from Hashem himself, from Chachma Ila'ah, from the wisdom of Hashem and the will of Hashem, and descending all the way down into intense constraints and limitations of physicality, which is on two levels, as the Deb explains. Tyra is engarbed in physical concepts. We have oxen and sheep and jealousy and stealing. And Torah is engarbed in physical letters. There is a very specific amount of letters, words, sentences, and a certain number of books of Tyra to the degree that it becomes ink on parchment. So Tyra came down so low, our question is, is Tyra really the same Tyra? I understand the Hashem's will and wisdom on planet Atsilus that traveled all the way down to this physical dimension. But it's the same will and wisdom? I'm sure up there they're not talking about oxen. So the Rebbe says, yes, it's the same Tyra. How can I tell you that? Because the Rebbe says, the descent of Tyra is like the descent of water. Just as water, if it flows down a mountaintop, it's going to be the same water on the top and on the bottom. It's just in a different level. So too, Tyra. The same will and wisdom of Hashem himself, that's Tyra on Chachma Vatzilus, is the same will and wisdom of Tyra in guard within our physical world. In other words, there are many different types of metaphors for descent. Like a classical one would be teacher-student, or the sun and the rays. In both of those very classical metaphors, there's a diminishment. The teacher doesn't give over all of his knowledge to the student. The intensity of the sun is not the intensity of the rays. But when water flows down, there's no change in the water. And that's what we mean by the flowing down of Tyra from Hashem's will and wisdom to our physical reality, that it didn't lose anything in its descent. So what's the result of Tyra being engarbed Within, I'm sorry, what's the result of the neshama who learns Tyra and does mitzvahs and being thus engarbed in Tyra mitzvahs? The Rebbe says, well, now you're wrapped up in Hashem himself. If we just explained that even though Tyra descended so low, that it's talking about physical concepts, that it's limited to physical words and letters and ink and parchment, but it's the exact same will and wisdom of Hashem, just like the water, so when a person is learning Torah, doing a mitzvah, that degree of Hashem himself is surrounding, encasing, and giving, as we'll discuss more next chapter, protection to the neshama. And that's the enormity and the specialness of every time we learn Torah or every time we do a mitzvah. Does anyone have any questions? You can unmute yourself. It's star six. I... Actually, I have a question about, I think, yesterday's. Okay. Um, why would we question whether the Neshama or the Lezoshim are, are, which one's greater? It's not that we would have that question, because we would come with an assumption that the Neshama is greater than her Lezoshim. The Rebbe exactly. is raising the issue to impact us with the specialness of the Neshama being dressed in a Lezoshim. In other words, if I think of Levushim as less than me, so I don't realize there's any great advantage in me getting dressed in those clothing. So the point that I was making in this parak, throughout the parak, just as we made today, 
and we made the same one yesterday from a different angle, there's such an enormous impact on the neshama when she's dressed in her levushim. Well, why is there an impact? Because the levushim are more connected to Hashem from a certain perspective than the neshama herself. And therefore, if she's dressed in those clothing, she gets elevated. So it's not that you'd be wondering it, so the Rebbe is dealing with your question, but rather the Rebbe is informing you of this so you can appreciate, wow, look what happens every time I do a mitzvah. That's basically what we're gaining throughout this entire chapter. Wow. Okay. Look what happens when I do a mitzvah. Look what happens when I learn Tyra. Okay. That makes Thank sense. you so much for asking a question. Does anyone else have a question? You can unmute yourself, star six, and you get muted again, star six. Well, that was an icebreaker. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much for the question. And uh, we should continue learning the Tanya and thinking about it. It's such an amazing tool of helping ourselves grow as people, as those that serve Hashem. So, Yashukaya for everyone that calls in. It's not so easy, and it's really, really special that you do.